Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 42 of Millennial Gaming Speak. I am your host, Logan Moore, and with me is Max Roberts. That's me. That is you. How are you doing, Max? I... Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Max is is doing... Oh, goodness. I kept our... I kept our YouTube tab open, so all of a sudden our live audio came, came just blasting through my headphones. Into your ears. Yeah, I am. I am doing well. How are you? I am not too shabby. Hanging in there. Not shabby at all. You platinumed Bloodborne. I did, and it was very hard, and I drove myself insane. A uh, bunch of really difficult bosses that you have to beat to get that stupid platinum. But it's makes sense. It's definitely my most hard game. rewarding of all my platinums at this point so it is that mine mine's hotline miami i see i've really wanted to go back and do those but i still haven't and i don't doubt i if i ever will two two's a two's a tough did one. you get I'm two still work i didn't think you no did. i'm still working I, I need hard mode and i still have to get an a plus on all the levels and i'm trying to decide which one's harder hard mode or a pluses because hard mode would probably be manageable you would think like, how, how is it harder? Do they add more enemies, or like the game? I mean, you're already dying in one hit anyway, so it's more enemies. They have better sight; they can see farther away. They're more accurate. It's just they can see further away, which is already not a good thing. Yeah, in that it's game, dumb. It is. It's hard, so hard. But thankfully, you don't have to get A pluses on hard mode, so. You can just take. You can literally just slowly kill one at a time. That's yeah. Just, it's probably manageable, but very difficult to do. Time consuming. Yeah, yeah. Bl- Bloodborne least. was really, really satisfying when I finally did it. It took me about fifty-four, fifty-five hours to do. Um, but I, I really like the game. Uh, the I, I really only started to get frustrated towards the end. There's a couple bosses. At the very end of some at the ch- of the chal- chalice dungeons, that really are just incredibly hard, and you have to. It's one of those things where you like you want to try to kill the boss as fast as possible, but the best way to attack it is to maybe do a little bit of damage to it here and there, and other than that, just keep running away and dodging. So it's it's really hard because you want you want to run in and you want to beat the snot out of it, but you know if you do, you will die. And the enemies have a ton of health. And in one of the dungeons, they have your health. So you don't have as much health as you would normally. And which makes (sighs) even less hits, takes even less hits to kill you. It's it's really annoying. Oh my gosh, that sounds like a lot of work. It was. uh, One of the gold trophies that you have to get in the game took me probably like 10 or 12 hours of grinding just for one trophy. As soon as I got that, though, I had three more golds and it took me uh, maybe like... 20 minutes to get the last three so oh wow okay because there's just variant forms of the ending so you there's oh so you just have to make you a just save have and... to make a save and reload it and beat all the you beat gotcha, the final gotcha. boss three times which by the time i got to the final boss i was such a high level because of the chalice dungeon just that it's pretty easy i didn't really feel too stressed about fighting him so Nice. It's a fun game. I still think you should give it a shot. I really enjoyed There's it. So more many than games I, I have to give a shot. But I've I've thought about getting Dark Souls, but I need a break. I need a break from the Souls games or the Bloodborne's for you at should, least a little bit. Uh, I don't know what you should play. I've been playing Fallout, I really don't. so that's not too bad. 
Witcher. You've got The Witcher next week. So we're both playing games from last year that have got nice DLC expansions. Um, Far Harbor's all right. I didn't care for it. I heard it was okay. It's it wasn't. Yeah, it's like not. It's not the best thing ever. I didn't. I don't hate it by any means. Um, but the terrain doesn't feel very unique. It just kind of feels. I don't know. More of the same. Yeah, more or less. I mean, it's a little bit more of a swampland compared to the rest of Fallout. Uh, Fallout Four, the Commonwealth. But um, yeah. Overall, it's 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 all right. It, it's. It doesn't feel like um, Point Lookout did, which was one of the expansions in Fallout 3 that I really enjoyed. Um, oh, goodness. I just yawned a bunch. You're getting tired on our podcast. Uh, well, you, gotta, you would think I'd have enough sleep. You, you but... want some warm milk and some cookies, and I'll tuck you in, and we can end the show early? I would like I would like some warm milk and cookies. I don't know. Does anybody really drink warm milk? Is that a thing? I, I think as a, as a kid I had warm milk, but I never remember having warm milk. Not, not since I've been an adult. Yeah, that's a you pop it in the microwave. Yeah, I guess if you're a the, baby, um, maybe. But mm-hmm. that's the only thing I can ever think of. There was um, I've been playing Persona Four, which I I need to play as well. I I actually should start playing that alongside you. It's. I've, I think I'm, I'm like on easy mode because difficulty isn't a trophy, so I'm just on easy, and I'm using a guide. So really, I'm trying to experience the story and get all the trophies because everyone talks about the story, and you know, five's coming out in September, and or it's coming out in Japan in September, and I think that'd be an interesting game to pick up. I think it looks. At least the pictures I've seen, it's very stylish. So, yeah, I think Persona 5 you know, looks that's awesome. Cool. If you, are you going to get that? or We've kind of talked about this. Would you get that or Final Fantasy? I don't know. I I mean, the Final Fantasy 15 is very much like a Kingdom Hearts game in regard to combat. But I'd see... I really need to see how much I enjoy Persona 4 before I do any of that. Because 15 would be my first Final Fantasy game. But if I really like Persona 4 and the story and the characters and everything involved, I might go with persona 5 because i'm like new and into this franchise so i don't know would you um did you play the demo for final fantasy 15 that came out the platinum demo um Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah was that the second one yeah the the cat demo yeah yeah i have both demos um they're both good the combat's changed a little bit since the original demo episode duske but i mean it screams kingdom hearts so, so you're all in, obviously. I'm, obviously, I'm all about it. Gosh, we're gonna get Kingdom Hearts news in a couple weeks. We are. It's either gonna be for 2.8 HD Final Remix, uh, Final Chapter Prologue, this or franchise, man. Gosh, I know it's it's ridiculous. Or three. I mean, either or. Either way, we're getting a certain. We, see, we see like one thirty to forty-five. Or, well, longer than that. We see like one two-minute trailer every what year maybe that's about it mm-hmm. usually uh, doesn't matter it'll just keep me going it'll give me energy for the next year three, like 10 years ago it's so dumb i don't get it it's been such a long time anyway that's kind of what that's really all i've been playing yeah i don't um, i don't know what i i think i want to go back and play assassin's creed syndicate maybe soon you have that yeah i do what did I? How did I play that? I feel like I think you got it from Redbox and you installed it and played it for five minutes and said you hated it. But why would I have rented it? Because you were maybe bored. I had a free game. I had a free game. I was like, I would not have paid money to try Assassin's Creed out. 
But I did. I played it on Xbox, installed it, and thought it was dumb and, and everything I didn't want. So Yeah. I mean, I would, most Assassin's Creed games start out pretty slow, though. So, I don't know. We'll see. This one didn't. I mean, it had a train section. It was cool. It's just... You're kind of over the whole series, I, I think. I, I want Brotherhood again. Bring me back Brotherhood. Anyway. So, yeah. That's our little farting around, talking about what we've been playing at the beginning. That's about it. Let's get to the notable news. So... Notable news. Um, yeah, so we've got a couple news stories this week. Again, I feel like we're just kind of in a holding pattern until E3 at this point. We, yeah, we have, what, two and a half weeks yeah. left? Yeah, we're already talking about what our plans are for the show, we'll, or for E3. We'll definitely let you guys know what we're going to do. If you listened to the show last year, you know that we had a bunch of a bunch of episodes breaking down each of the individual press conferences and everything we saw there. We'll probably do that again this year. May not go as expansive as we did last year, where we had one for Bethesda, Microsoft, for Sony, Nintendo. Yeah, we had like five or six episodes last year. Let's look it up. You ready? I think we had we had one for Bethesda. We had one for Sony. We had one for Microsoft. We had one for I think we combined EA and Ubisoft, and then we had a Nintendo. I think so. Here, let's. I've got our SoundCloud pulled up, or do I? I don't know. So yeah, View pretty sure tracks. we have five. Now I'm super curious because they're going to be named something. It doesn't tell me the dates they were pulled. All right, E3 2015. We had Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, Bethesda. That was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. So we did. Oh so we did yeah, shows. I remember that. EA's and Ubisoft's. We didn't even feel like was worth our time I, in the end. Seriously, all I remember. All I remember from those pressers is Ubisoft specifically having South Park, the fractured butthole, <laughs> which is still such a great name. And we're going to see that again. It still makes me laugh. And I really do hope, I hope we see Splinter Cell. Oh my gosh. I would like cool to see to the Ghost Recon um, game, the open world one. That trailer was awesome last year. Yeah, but... Splinter Cell. I don't care for Splinter Cell too much. Blacklist was so good. Was that the last? Yeah, that was the last one. That was the last one. one. Blacklist. And I'm waiting. As soon as... As soon as either Blacklist or Conviction especially becomes on back compat for Xbox One, I'm going to GameStop and buying them for like five bucks. Conviction wasn't too bad. I played Conviction and I liked it. Conviction is such a non-Splinter Cell game that it's great. It's so... It's just action murder everyone... (laughs) Stealth is not even a requirement. There's like a scene where you stab a guy with an American flag. That's like the end of the game, isn't it? Or towards the end? It's somewhere in there. It's amazing. Yeah. Like that game is so good. And then they took the really cool gunplay and the marking system and actually made a fantastic stealth game with it in Blacklist. Oh, they're so good. I need a new one. I need a new you, are, are, those, are those the only two you've ever played? No, I've played the first three. I did not play Double Agent. I played Double or... Agent once. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, I hear Double Agent wasn't, wasn't good. Wasn't good at all. It was so clunky for an Xbox 360 game. It was just so not. Yeah, comfy. no. I've I played the original, the first three. So Splinter Cell, Pandora Tomorrow, and Chaos Theory, which Chaos Theory is regarded as the best. And then I've played bits and pieces of Conviction because I never had a 360. And then I played Blacklist. And Blacklist was fantastic. 
Splinter Cell. Anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to think what we will start seeing. Maybe we could have a prediction. A predi- well, we should have a predictions episode. Predictions for sure. episode. We're gonna have. I mean, we're gonna I be tied up with for topics. Nintendo. We're gonna be tied up with topics for the next couple of weeks, but we can have a we can have another we thing can about have a one off episode or something. Maybe we'll figure it out. I predict Nintendo will show off the Legend of Zelda. That's a that's a bold prediction, Max. Very bold. We'll see <laughs> if it works out for you. All right. So, so yeah, this week we've news. got a couple new stories, Max, and of course, Destiny has made the return to our show. Ooh, I love it. Let's talk about oh, Destiny. Oh, no, let's it's, not it's anymore. Not... Oh, come on. No, it's good. This is interesting. <clears throat> um, so last time we talked about Destiny, I believe, was when they pushed back Destiny 2, and they said, we're going to get our April update, which has passed, and now we're getting a bigger expansion. Um probably closer to taking king but not maybe not as big it's got some wolves uh, in it it has yeah it does it's leaked it's called the rise of iron which a lot of people are drawing connections between that and iron banner because iron and then the main character in the front center is i want to say his name right or i'm gonna be lord saladin lord saladin it's salad in salad in wow saladin. that's a good name anyway he's up in the front center of this poster that has leaked before e3 and uh, it looks like he has a hammer and axe, and there's some wolves. But it's going to come with a new raid, which would be very exciting. It would be the game's th- fourth raid. There's the Vault of Glass, um, Court of Oryx, and Crota, Crota's End. So we'll get a fourth one here. That's going to be Fallen, which I really wish it wasn't Fallen, but whatever. It just Sometimes like I wonder if you're spe- still speaking expansion. English when you talk about this game. I really can't tell. It's, I mean, this game is a lot of fun, and it's going to be exciting to have a new expansion. And I'm curious when we're going to actually get it, because you know we'll see it at Sony's press conference on the 13th, um, you know, that night. Are we going to see Destiny 2 at E3, you think? Mm-mm. Nope. They will talk about Rise of Iron, and then... Well, Destiny 2 is coming so... out next year, though. Right? Yeah, but... Well, actually, from the news story, Jason Schreier on Kotaku says he's heard that Destiny 2 was recently rebooted, and um, Luke Smith, who directed The Taken King, has taken over the project uh, with the staff being reorganized. So I imagine they had to scrap some things, maybe not a bunch, but they're, I think they're taking care of Destiny 2 because it was delayed. So I feel like the main focus is going to be Rise of Iron, and then later this year... After Rise of Iron comes, say say Rise of Iron September or October, we'll see Destiny two somewhere between I would say December and February and start hyping it up for you know. It's not a, a bad idea. That can be again. something that they show off at the Game Awards or something like that. Yeah, like a tease or something, which would get the community in a frenzy. It depends. What it really it depends on is how much content there is in Rise of Iron because that's what keeps the community going. And if there's not you know they'll do the raid they'll get the gear but if you can max out pretty quick then the community is gonna die down again like it has now and then they're gonna be waiting a whole year for destiny 2 so it's gonna be interesting to see what they put in there but you know it leaked we'll get more details at e3 i'm sure i will be very excited about it i'm sure you will and hopefully we don't you should come back it's a really good game i uh, okay so here's my thing not that i would play with you because i'm a horrible well i played i bought division i played it for three or four hours and traded it i know it's not your thing man it's just not yeah i mean i don't hate it i just i mean 
I mean, well, you listen to P.S. I Love You still. I mean, Greg's talked about it a lot lately, how eventually you just feel like you're on an endless treadmill where it, it never really stops. Like, you can kind of reach a level cap or something like that, and then you're like, that's it. And mm-hmm. then after that, there's really... The game can go on as long as you want it to, or you can just decide reason, to get out before The reason you're I still play is my fire team. You know, I have two other guys that, before my PS Plus expired, every weekend we would go in and play the super competitive multiplayer trials of osiris and the three of us would do that and it was just the three of us hanging out and playing very competitively and that's fun that's all i would do i'd just pop in on the weekends but you know there's always the reset and people have the fire teams i think it's just a it's the community that has kept this game alive if it wasn't for the community i don't think destiny would be the thing it is today i think it'd be like the division which apparently is struggling right is now. it really i if, thought division was still doing pretty well of, I think the community has hit this kind of wall of this isn't like what do we keep doing there's nothing there's even less end game content it sounds like from community complaints on Twitter than Destiny even has like they just there's nothing for them to do and apparently it's very glitchy and PC players are hacking like they don't have a control on the community so, they've been I good with putting out free updates like every week or two I think new whatever they're Something. called they're yeah ubisoft they're doing a good job of supporting kind of, it but yeah are. i think they i think they need to get the next expansion out there like the full expansion so that people don't get mm-hmm. disinterested because obviously a bunch of people played it a bunch of people liked it wasn't it it was the most it was the highest selling the fa- ubisoft i think it's the fastest game. selling franchise yeah, I, ubisoft for yeah, sure newest franchise in ubisoft's history i think i don't think it was like all-time video games or anything like that but it be it beat out watchdogs which was their previous yeah yeah. Well, oh, darn it. We're going to see Watch Dogs 2 this year, aren't we? Yeah, probably. I hope it's in San Francisco. <sighs> That'd be cool. Miami. Miami. All right. Miami. But that's all the destiny. I mean, there's not really much unless you well, really want to dig in and do speculation. The only thing I want I don't think you The last thing that. I want to say about destiny was I and that we don't have to I don't know. This isn't I'm just curious how they're going to pitch Destiny 2 and how they're going to market it to the people like myself who played it and tried it and got out to the people like yourself who are still hooked into destiny one. And for the people who are kind of still waiting to jump in and they don't know if they should ever and things like that. So I'm going to be curious to see how they spin it. Like, are you going to be able to have your character carry over or is it a complete, are you starting over? (laughs) I know it is an MMO. If, 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 if my character, if my character, my weapons and my armor don't carry over, I'm going to be upset, and I'm not even in the top 1%. I'm not the people that have everything and play a 1,000 hours. I'm not them, and if I'm going to be upset, a guy who's only invested a couple hundred hours, I think, I, I don't know, I'm around a week of my life in that game, so 100, you know, 100, 200 hours, if I'm going to be upset, I know those people will be. And then they've got to bring in new people in the fold, even even though you won't play it, but, you know, other people. Yeah. And they've got to make it new and exciting. It's a lot. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird to have a sequel to an MMO that, I mean, it ha- it happens, but it's it's, it's really rare. just going to be a very 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 big expansion. Yeah, they're gonna it's have gonna to be... they're gonna have to blow up the game to like three times what it normally already is. I think to keep it's people weird because you'll buy Destiny two. Destiny two will be a separate disc, most likely. It's not going to be some DLC I download. It's going to be a whole. It'll new game, somehow so carry over though. It? I mean, I'm sure a bunch of it's stored server side. The accounts can carry over for yeah. sure because they're all on Bungie's end. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm interested to see how they pitch that, but I still doubt I'll ever jump in. Just 
It's so I don't know. Not my it's thing. so much fun. So I know. one off thing before you switch to our next story, kind of dealing with Destiny, or not not dealing with Destiny at all, but remind me of Destiny. Um, seems like the new game that people are going to be spending a lot of time with is Overwatch. Overwatch. Which came out yesterday. I played the beta. I really liked it. Max, you haven't played it. You were kind of trying mm. to figure out what it was. You thought it was like a MOBA. I told you it's not really well, like a MOBA. It has MOBA influence. Like it's it's a t- class based shooters have gone back have gone have been around since the nineties yeah. though. So it's just it, it's more of a class based like objective based. It's a, a objective based first person shooter with classes and team like spe- characters with special moves like ultra ultimate moves or whatever. I, right? I guess it, I mean sort of mainly it's just a shooter and each person has different guns and weapons skills. and skills and stuff like that everybody does have a power up move or an ultra or whatever you want to call it which i guess is similar to mobas but um yeah i, I mean it when you say objective base it's like it's no different than like capture the flag or capture the flag yeah like a, that's what i mean by it not a not like a moba where you have to go destroy the enemy base yeah nothing the nothing it's like it's zone, or you know like capture that. this zone or move this object from point a to point b or something like that i'm sure that's what it's like yeah i really i think the game's i i, I enjoyed the beta freaking out man from what I, people are saying this is amazing it got a 10 from game informer and ign gave it a 9.4 it just seems this like their temporary score yeah which i would imagine it's probably gonna stick close to um I don't know. I, I, I like. I'd like for you to try it. I, it feels a Isn't lot like Team Fortress Two to me. So. Oh goodness. What happened? All staticky on me. Oh, I did. It's probably because I'm trying. Yeah, that's because I'm probably trying to load this review. Oh, I got yep, Nine point four on IGN. Um. Yeah, I'd be interested to see you try it. Because I played a whole bunch of Team Fortress Two when I was younger. And I've probably yeah. put a couple hundred hours into that game. And class-based shooters are a lot of fun. And I enjoyed the beta with this. I may pick the game up at some point down the road. Would you play it on Xbox? I played it on PS4 just because it was easier. But, like, if you bought it, would you play it I don't it know. That's what PS4 I'm trying to decide. I'd play it on Xbox just because it has more space. My Xbox currently has oh, more I space. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to decide. It would, it would depend on where my friends are because this is one game I'd probably want to play with some friends. Um... Mm-hmm. It would just depend. I, I actually probably would get it on Xbox because I already know a few people who have it on this system. So there you go. You should definitely give it a shot though, and let me know what you think. I, I tried to look it up on Redbox. It's not there yet, so I'll look in a week or two. You know, I this would be a game I would have to play with other people because I would get built, bored. I think very quickly with a solely online multiplayer game if i'm not playing with someone i know it's fun though i mean it really is a lot of fun there's a lot of variety it is in the game and a lot of cool different characters so uh the we will uh i'll see how it goes but yeah i may i may get it in a couple weeks or i don't know we'll see I'll, i'll keep an eye on it if i've got anything to trade in or something like that down the road maybe i'll snag it i don't know are you another question i have before we get into the rest of our notable news are you getting uh me. are you getting No Man's Sky day 1? I think so because my girlfriend is very excited for She's, it. Okay. I'm trying to She thinks it looks awesome and so I have it pre-ordered on Amazon. I'm trying to decide but... what to do with it. I think it looks really interesting and fun. The closer we get to release though, the more I'm 
actually expecting people to be really disappointed by it. And I know there's really lofty expectations for the game, but just in general, I'm expecting reviews to kind of I'm be all over how the it's going to run. Yeah. My biggest concern with that game is how it's going to perform. Yeah, I, I yeah, that might be it's interesting. It's a PS4.5 game for sure. Yeah. I I mean, I think it should run fine. I don't know. I don't know. There might I'm be curious, some lengthy man, load times if you so warp or overwhelming. anything like that. It seems so flipping overwhelming, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I've got it pre-ordered. I've also got Lego Star Wars pre-ordered, so as do I, and that comes out the following week, and yeah, yep. And then I pre-ordered getting that on Xbox. I pre-ordered. Oh, that's some news we could talk about. Uh, Batman Return to Arkham got announced last week, finally. Oh, um, so that is, but it's been leaked forever. It, it has been leaked forever. Did you you pre-ordered that? Yeah, I pre-ordered it. Really, I love Asylum. And City is. One of my favorite games. City ever. is great. I I love both those games. Yeah. but I don't. I don't think I need it right now. It'll it's be ju- it'll be mi- it'll be like the middle of July. So I figured I wouldn't have I anything mean, to be, do. Your backlog though, your Persona Four. I can play that on the go. Yeah, well, I've been playing it at home. I actually was looking into PS uh, Vita TVs. I was thinking about Persona getting 4. one of those if I did want to play Persona. They're only they're like 30 40 bucks. Yeah, no, they and You already have a PS3 controller, so you just got to play they field big time. So, oh yeah. Um, but, um let's jump back into the news though. Yeah. We got a couple more that things. Game. So, I didn't read this story, but the rumored the Xbox it. One Slim is coming in t- I don't know, Max, you tell me about it. So, Xbox right, One Slim, so... we've heard about a new Xbox SKU for a while now. And there's yeah there's the new there's rumors of a new xbox uh if any of you have seen an xbox one you know it's as big as a vhs uh player bigger which is true i mean but the thing is dead quiet i'll give it that it's silent is your ps4 starting to get loud since you've had it since um, day one like i have no i mean mine's getting a my, little my loud. my ps4 is out it's in the open it's not in like a cabinet or boxed away yeah. so it can breathe better um, I do – if I move it out in the living room, I, I've i put it in the cabinet before, and that cabinet is notorious for getting hot anyway. So I think it gets loud in there, um, but I don't notice it getting loud, um, like bothersome loud. I notice it. I've, I've noticed that it's gotten louder, but yeah, mine – it doesn't sound like a jet engine or anything like that. So Yeah, I've heard people complain about the jet engine thing, but we'll see how it goes. But anyway, there's this Xbox One Slim, about 40% smaller, announced – well, not announced. It's rumored coming out to be revealed at E3. Later this year, 2016, is when it will come out. And then we've got uh, the rumored Xbox Scorpio is the code name, and that's going to be a more powerful Xbox One. It's going to be like a PS4.5 equivalent with an upgraded GPU and – you know, it's going to be more powerful than the current Xbox One, and that would be a 2017 release. So, so is this equivalent to the 4.5, or is it kind of um, more equivalent to the last generation Xbox 360 Slim, where it's just a little bit better internals, well, but not as drastic of an upgrade as the rumored 4.5? They both are. The Slim, the one that would come out this year, that's equivalent to the Xbox 360 of last generation. So in theory, that would but just be like the new standard Xbox, Xbox one that they would push. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the Scorpio, the codename Scorpio, that would be an equivalent to a 4.5. It is a 
mid-tier not mid-tier it's like it's that annual upgrade it really sounds like the industry as far as consoles goes is moving toward the s model semi like an animal yeah you know the the iphone model of put out systems more frequently that are more powerful which sounds sucky for both consumers and developers because the difference between that and pc is a pc you can upgrade by buying parts and putting them in there and developers just kind of build the ability for players to scale it based off internals but if you have an upgraded console all of a sudden you're developing for two separate consoles because you want mirror's edge catalyst to run on your regular ps4 regular xbox one good yeah that comes out in a couple of weeks and then you you know you want it to look good and run better sorry to Hmm? sorry to ruin your rant did you ever play the first mirror's edge oh i love the first mirror's edge we my friends and i binged it in one sitting okay uh, at a friend's house did you use guns uh i think we used them like occasionally i didn't i I went through a whole (laughs) no gun run and that was wow that's good interesting i the game looks stupid pretty i'm really excited for it i want to probably get it on xbox if i get it i it's one of those cult classics man you gotta love it it. might be one of those ones i wait to get or maybe even rent depending on how long it is because i like i I I ran doom a couple weeks ago but i'm very excited for it yeah i'm very excited anyway sorry to ruin your rant you're good it these new xboxes are just kind of you know it's the typical rumors and we're this you know at e3 in a couple of weeks we'll most likely see the slim xbox which i think was bound to happen anyway because the xbox one is so big yeah i do too they like the slim just is a natural thing you know i did just buy my xbox kind of at the tail end of last year um actually like a week after halo 5 came out i'm not mad or anything because i love my xbox is dead quiet it's the terabyte model it's got a ton of space if you've got the shelf space then it's not that big a deal so yeah it's not i've got it I'll, i can send you a picture later it's like above my PS4, i think i've seen your setup before yeah it's it's good i mean it does the job i'm not too concerned about it but when it gets to these these s models as you know we could call them that's when i'm going to be what do i do you know we've got vr coming oh um the scorpio is rumored to potentially microsoft's trying to strike a deal with oculus which kind of makes sense because oculus is actually can come with an xbox one controller but the scorpio would be able to run oculus which would be the console equivalent of psvr for xbox which makes sense because i don't think hololens is solely video game practical i think they're trying to do the ar stuff throughout life which makes sense for the hololens but you know we got psvr coming nx is next year and we still don't know anything about go listen to episode number 38 or 39 or 40 maybe and hear me yell at nintendo about that well one day we'll see it one day Uh, but anyway you know it's just the reason i game on consoles instead of a pc is so So you don't don't have have to keep keep on upgrading yeah because i mean it's gonna get really expensive if this is the future of gaming if that oh my gosh it's gonna be i mean i've been they've been kind of trying to drag me kicking and screaming into this new possible future even though we still have not seen or heard anything from the the actual company we're gonna find out in three weeks yeah we will and it's probably going to be a thing that happens for sure um I've been so against this, but I'm starting to come to terms with the fact that this might just be the way the industry is going. 
Do I like it? No, because my wallet doesn't like it. I'm starting to accept it, though, that this is just kind of going to have to be how it is. Um, I don't want to be shelling out two or 300 bucks every couple of years, but I don't know. Because unlike a cell phone, video game consoles aren't on contracts where the, the cost of the item gets hidden in your monthly bill. And really where it comes to a problem for me because, you know, is when the games are going to start looking better and my games yes. on my system yeah. will run like crap or they get exclusives because this system can do more. I can live with I can live with Uncharted 4 on my PS4 now running perfectly smooth and looking gorgeous and then some PS4.5 version just looking a little better or maybe the campaign runs at 60 frames. But what if the PS4.5 sucked you into the game and that's how it made it look better and more realistic? Like literally sucked me yes, in. Yes, it's like uh jumping into the TV like on that one old show or no no i don't whatever that that in my life it's like it's like chalk zone but tv oh my gosh i remember that show that was a dumb show oh my gosh that's crazy um no it's not gonna suck me in but when when god of war you know when god of war 4 or um xbox recore you remember recore yeah when that game when that game runs buttery smooth on the the xbox scorpio and it barely runs on my Xbox One. That's a problem, and that's where it's. I'm gonna feel like I'm punished. Or it could be owning. reversed. Who knows? Maybe the developers are gonna optimize them for the regular the system smaller, at first, the... and then try to upgrade it to the newer systems, the Scorpio and the it 4.5, could, you know? and maybe those are the ones that run what don't run as well. So I think there. It's I think there's gonna possible. be uh, issues it's... like that all over the place once these things do come out. I'm st- falls on the devs, which sucks because now they're you know building for two systems yeah i'm still trying to figure out why consoles why sony would want to release it of course if they end up doing releasing the 4.5 later this year i'm still trying to figure out why they would want to release it on top of vr and not kind of let that breathe and let that be its own thing and then maybe try to push the 4.5 out early next year or something like that so i don't don't know we'll see we'll see if they even talk about it i feel i mean i feel like they will Sony has to hear the negative outcry over all these rumors. Yeah, so I they, agree. They, they have, have to, to handle I, the messaging, I, and so does Microsoft. I, Announcing a slim version of your current system is not yeah, bad. It's, not it's a happened bit, it's for not generations. A it's happened with the PS2. It's happened with the PS3, Xbox. It's happened with that. Uh, there never was an OG thin Xbox, but... I don't think they did. I don't know if they did with OG. I don't think they, they did. I don't think they but didn't. even in portable systems, you know, you've got the Game Boy Advance and the Game Boy SP. And then the Game Boy and Micro. And the PSP went through... Th- yeah, the PS well, that's special, and then, you know the PSP went through three iterations, and you know your DS, your 3DS, so on and so forth. Point as well, it's yeah, it smaller versions are better, but I'm not sure how I feel about these. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. This is definitely more powerful models. Yeah, the half model thing is strange. This is going to be something I think we for sure end up talking about during our E3 shows. This is going to be the highlight of. This year's show, if It'll I had to take a guess, this and I would say PSVR, but I don't know how much they're going to keep pushing that at this point. I feel like we kind of already know what well, it I is, and to... we've already those of us who wanted have pre-ordered it, and it's kind of been. We got to see the exclusive games. We got to see Sony Ben's a VR exclusive game. What? What's their game supposed to be? Dead. Dead. No more. Dead. dead no no more? more. Dead Riders. Something. Dead. No more. To the internet. I think that I think it's phone. Dead. No more. Or something like that. Let's look anyway, it up. Anyway, 
You look that up. I'm going to transition to our next story, which deals with very bad oh, Kickstarter game by uh, Mr. K- is it Inafune? KG Inafune? Um, KJ Inafune. Yes. So, Mighty Number no. 9, the game that has been delayed as many times as the number in the title. Um, probably. Yeah, probably at this point. Um, dead, dead Don't Ride. Dead Don't Ride. I thought it was something like that. That Dead Don't Ride. That is the name, the potential, potential name of name Sony Ben's game. Shinobi leaked. Um, um, anyway, sorry. You're good. So, Mighty Number no. 9. Finally coming out next month. Finally. Maybe. They, the, 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 oh, they, they put a release date at the end of this trailer. Uh, this is so a big deal. I believe it. Trailers, <laughs> trailers make things official. Hopefully that online mode is exactly how they want it to be at this point. Because I got to tell you, I would not want to play this game and have the online component be messed up of all things. So the hopefully they got that right. Wonderful online high score system. I, all yeah. right. So, so the day we're recording this, this is the 25th yeah, they just, of May. They just came out with a new they, trailer couple hours ago that looks like hot trash not only i don't know what's more bothersome how ugly the game looks how i didn't think it looked ugly but oh that game looks rough man it doesn't look i think great, it doesn't look good at all but it doesn't look like I, when they I don't zoom know. in on beck beck is the name of the character when they zoom in on beck he looks he honestly looks like a like a PlayStation one two, probably a two character model. Like he does not look good. I don't know if it's how ugly the game looks or how awful the dialogue was for the. Well, the dialogue's definitely like the worst advertisement. part. It's definitely the worst part. The gameplay looks was, weird too, though. Like, I mean that. Honestly, that looks like what the original concept was. Like, nothing looks like it's evolved. It's all about dashing and all about combos. It just, yeah, it just looks like Which, dash all over the place, the game. And it just I'm doesn't... I'm really worried about this because this could be the... This could be, and the internet could correct me if I'm wrong, this could be the very first major, majorly funded Kickstarter game... That crashes and burns? ...to fail... Like the first major one, because when Mighty Number no. Nine was announced, its Kickstarter skyrocketed. It was all over the place. It was like People the first. Praising. It was like the first or second really huge one behind Double Fine's. Was, I mean, uh, adventure game. Double Fine kind of started. Yep, it. Double Fine really kind of trailblazed the big indie games on Kickstarter, but and this could be the first big commercial failure. You know, other games that come up to mind. I didn't put it in the news, but. Um, Platonic, the people behind Ukulele, just put out a bunch of new stuff, yes. and they're going to talk about yes. new things for E3. Yes. And that game looks amazing. Looks it, gorgeous. It looks very nostalgic. Very pretty. I'm very excited to see that game running. Um, they've handled their messaging so far. They haven't promised a date yet, which I think is very smart. But I think they're actually a lot closer oh, to being done it, than we think they are. I think so that's good. a this year game. Max, it looks so good. That's exactly what I want. Oh my gosh. And this is and your reaction right now is what Mega Man fans thought when this when they when saw Mighty, Mighty Number no. Nine yeah. on Kickstarter. And this game looks rough. Like it's in a rough spot, and I'm very worried that its reviews are going to be very, very poor. I mean, 
if they are, I'm worried that if I'm worried that the millions of people that donated are going to be very upset. I think the mil- people who donated are, are already upset, and the game hasn't even come out because one, it's been delayed fifty times. Two, this trailer today is not doing it any favors, and none at all. It's just I think people are already really mad that they donated to this because it hasn't it hasn't come through at all. It, I'm I'm very worried about it. You know, it's end of the month. My number nine. It's going to be on everything except 3DS and Vita at launch. I wouldn't say I'm worried about it because I don't I didn't I, know how big it was going to be in the first place or anything like that. I'm more I'm more feel bad for the fans who really wanted this because I thought it looked interesting. I thought I might give it a shot. I thought I might play it. Probably not now. It it looks like it should be an indie game, not like a retail game and I don't I mean, it is an indie game. It's cheaper. I think retail, it's like 30 yeah, bucks. Yeah, kind something. of, I guess. I Yeah, I know it's not a $60 game, but it looks like something that you'd download off of Xbox Live Arcade five years ago. Like, it looks like in the same vein it as... It looks really old. Like, in the same vein as Explosion Man or something like that, if you know what that game is. It looks it, uh-huh. it looks something like that. It just isn't... I'm... It just looks boring, too. Like God help that game, man. God help that game. Like... Yeah, and then the what, what was the big line from the trailer that uh, everybody's and make here quote verbatim quote and make the bad guys cry like an anime fan on prom night end quote. <laughs> Do they not know who their audience is? The people who, who are going to play this game that? are. I mean, look at the, the same people who watch the, anime. Look at the thumbnail for the YouTube tr- video of the trailer. Throw it in our show notes so I can see it. Okay. Well, I mean, it's actually the link in the show oh, notes. Oh, it is the link in the already. show notes? Yeah. Here, let me click, pull it up. That takes you to the article, and it's the first thing you see. The okay. explosion alone, and listeners, I'll put a link in our description so you can go directly to the YouTube video and see. Actually, No, it's fine. So I can, can see, the I see the thumbnail. The thumbnail looks awful. That's the thumbnail. It's, the, it's just a picture. That's just a picture a with picture an explosion. Of back running, there's some explosions, and very blocky everything. It's so. I'm writing down right add thumbnail thing. It's so ugly looking. Uh, I just I can't. Oh yeah, I forgot they had. Concept had another Kickstarter fail. I think this game is very worrisome. But I mean, we'll okay. See. So we'll see despite the, the fact say. that it doesn't look good, and despite the fact that the voiceover was awful. I'm wondering if it's fun at all because the gameplay doesn't look like it looks kind of boring, but it doesn't look terrible by any means. It looks fast, and it looks like like you said earlier, they haven't implemented upon the original idea that they had for the game since it was on Kickstarter. Just the dashing around and killing everything really quick, which isn't necessarily a bad thing that they haven't implemented on it since then. But is what they have enough? Like that that's the question i mean i would say that the original Mega Man games have a lot more depth than you would think they would just looking at it at watching somebody play it uh you definitely there's definitely a lot more going on in those games than you would realize until you play it yourself so i'm wondering if the game's gonna actually have a little bit more depth and be a little bit more fun than we're expecting it to be that said this trailer has like i was kind of on the fence about picking it up it's only 30 bucks i figured i'd give it a shot i like the old Mega Man games they're fun to play the trailer didn't do any favors, though. I am totally 
I don't. I'm, if I'm gonna throw thirty bucks towards a game, it's gonna be like thirty bucks that goes towards the purchase of buying Overwatch or something like that at this point, or like I, I yeah, I, maybe when it goes on sale or something like that, I'll, I'll consider picking it up. But if it gets good reviews, I've, I've I've still heard people say that the gameplay itself is pretty fun because uh, we'll see. Man. Backers, I mean, backers who have uh, played the demos and stuff like that because they release demos for those who back it and mm-hmm. things like that on certain tiers. They've said that it's actually pretty fun. So I'm wondering how it is going to turn out. I wonder what the reviews will be like. That said, the development cycle on this game has been just this game has been trapped in development hell for years and. When it it should be considered a small victory that it's actually going to release at the end of the month. It's pretty bad. The um, I was looking this up while you were talking, um, because it just popped in my head like really big Kickstarter games that um sounded really good. Um, do you remember Bloodstained? Yeah, Bloodstained Symphony of the Night. Holy cow! Because I uh, Bloodstained Ritual Ritual of the Night. Night. Not Symphony of the Night. Holy cow! Because I've had this itch to play Castlevania for a while now, yeah, yeah, and this could very well scratch it. And I'm curious to hear about this game because it's gonna come. It's coming to every platform except 3ds. It comes out it's coming next Wii. year, I think. I think because they know, hadn't. They had. They had barely it. started development when they launched the mm-hmm. Kickstarter. I think it was like art and whatnot. Yeah, they had Same a bunch to do. Mighty Number no. Nine. I don't know, but that's another really big one. I know Shovel Knight is obviously a success. And, ukulele's probably um, going to be ukulele, a success. I mean, the Double Fine Adventure one. game, I'd say, was a success. Broken Age was a, a success. And, you know, Double Fine just did uh, Psychonauts, Psychonauts 2, 2 on Fig. Psychonauts 2, which they did on Fig, yeah. I, hope, I forgot about so, that. What is that, 2018, I think? Twenty, Yeah, 2018, I think. That should be fun. I'm looking forward to that. The first one's really unique it. and funny. Isn't it? I think the first one's on PS4, back in past. Is it on? Is it? Did they release it on PS4? Uh-huh. Huh? Mm. Yeah. You should check that out. I will. I'll look into it right now. But I mean, I mean, you should check it out for there's yourself. Anything else you want to say about the news? Yeah, I I think that's it, man. Did, like that game. Yeah, that's the news for Mighty Number no. Nine. It doesn't look great, so be wary before you I mean, run out to your we'll local month. Game Stops or Walmart or disc houses of any sort and throw the money on the table because it might Oops. be one of, might want to be one that you look at a little bit closer before you decide to pick it up so wait for reviews because or watch that trailer and decide for yourself because that trailer is ugly yeah I mean, top to bottom i've played yeah. some ugly games though psycho yeah am i spelling psychonauts right it should be i think it is on ps4 xbox it's one. on it's five bucks ps2 classic playable on ps3 Where's my PS4 version? I don't think they have it out for PS4, but they at least have it on PS3 and 360, I think. So, but I don't want to plug my time to play at max, and more importantly, time to play Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it's far. That's much past. Who needs Ocarina of Time? Here, okay. Classic Psychonauts comes to PS4 this spring. PlayStation blog. So it's just. I guess we're still in the spring technically. So they do their. I don't think it looks remastered, they do their, but cycles really weird yeah it's not remastered or anything like that that's how those ps2 games yeah. are that come out on ps4 it's pretty much the exact same game yeah with but trophies it's, it's coming though, to ps4 is trophies gonna be on it play it uh it. yeah most ps2 classics have trophies like um kevin just platinumed bully hey kevin on i hope you kill all them spiders soon dude 
So, yeah, all right. It'll it's Psychonauts is coming anyway. That's notable news wanna... for the week, people. Yeah, watch out for Destiny expansions, new Xboxes, and Mighty Number no. Nines being real bad and stuff. Um, we will take our quick break like we always do, and we will be back in just a moment with our topics, which I don't know if we have thought of yet. So allow us to brainstorm during this quick break, and we will be right back. everybody welcome back to millennial gaming speak i am logan moore and that other dude you'll hear is max roberts so hello topics this week kind of not really topics None. more of an explanation Zero. of what we're going to be doing going forward with our topics a new for the next couple of weeks it's a it's an idea that i kind of threw at logan uh and he liked it and we i took it, it one step further we went you did you did you took it we came up with this new idea. So, Logan, tell the people what we're going to be doing over the course of six weeks. Yeah, I think I've got this broken down into a six-week thing. So, for the next six weeks, the topic portion of our show is going to contain... This is what... We're going to break it down into these sections. And so, Max texted me well, last tell, week and tell he said... what it is. What's that? Yeah, let's tell... I said, let's tell the people what it is before we talk about the sections. Yeah, I will. So... Max texted me last week, and he was talking about his best favorite games ever, his all-time favorite games. And uh, with Uncharted 4 coming out, that's obviously Max's new favorite game, if you listen to our Uncharted 4 review slash spoiler cast episode. Um, and he started trying to figure out what his top five, top ten favorite games would this, be of all time. This got crowded very quickly. Yes. I was like, I was like, oh, this is obviously a list. And then, oh, but what about this game or this game? And it got really crowded, and I thought it was... A, an interesting discussion in my own head, and I wanted to share that with Logan. And then it turned into turned into this. So we new thing we've never yeah. really discussed our favorite games of all time on the show. We've been around for forty two episodes now, so figured we may as well do that. But we're going to make it a long, drawn out process. And the way we're going to do this is we're going to break it down <laughs> into six sections based on console generation. So, for example, uh, we're going to have one week focus on... uh, Okay, so first off, week one is going to be a little bit weird because we're millennials. We haven't played as many old games, and that's kind of the point of the show. You listen to our perspective of being guys who grew up not really playing NESs and all the old stuff. So... The first week is going to be the grouping of our top... Do you want to do top five? Let's do top ten. Let's do top ten. I I honestly think it should vary depending... depending. Top ten? You want top ten per generation? I think that could work. We don't have to dwell okay, on them too because long. Because we're clumping it together. Top ten. I, okay, I'm so we're, we're going to do a top ten of the best console games of each generation. So... Week one is going to be the generation. It's not really a generation, but sort of. So it's going to be our it's top ten favorite together. games from the NES, Super Nintendo, Atari, Genesis, Arcade. Anything early like that um, is going to be grouped into one section. So, and, and the reason 
that particular chunk is grouped so much as like Logan said, we really didn't play too many of those games. If we only did say the NES, I seriously would only have two games that I've actually played that I could contribute yep. to that list. And it's not very full, but if we clump things together, we can flesh that list out a little bit better. We can do a little bit more with it, and we can kind of finagle with it. And if we include more consoles, we can put more games into it. So that first one's going to be a little bit stacked with more consoles. And to clarify, we're not going to have our 10 favorite NES games or 10 favorite Super Nintendo games. It's going to be our 10 favorite out of all of those consoles. So so you could have, like, three NES games, two Super Nintendo games, yes. and, you know, a couple of Genesis games. So on and so forth. So... That's going to be week one. Or was it the Genesis? Yeah. Yeah, so the Genesis, because I grew up with the Genesis. That was my first console ever. So, Did you get that? The Was it the Mega Drive, the 32-bit drive? I don't think so, no. Well, I, did not, I didn't get any of the add-ons. I just had the original Genesis. Genesis was notorious for its add-ons. Yeah, I think I got the model that was like... They came out with a model later on that was like not built to have all the add-on stuff to it. So I think that was the mm-hmm. model that I ended up having. Um so week one's going to be a little bit compact and a little bit tight with a bunch of games. After that, week two is going to contain late 90s stuff, stuff we're a little bit more familiar with and stuff that fits a little bit more together and makes a little bit more sense. So week two is going to have our top 10 favorite N64, PS1, Dreamcast, and Game Boy slash Game Boy Color. We're grouping, we're going to start including handhelds as well. I thought about making handhelds their own thing, but I figure it would make more sense if we put them together with the games that or the, the other systems that were out around that time. So that's going to be I, week two. I agree with that. Our top ten favorite from that. And then it gets into the original Xbox is week three, along with PlayStation 2, GameCube, and the Game Boy Advance. Week four will be the Xbox 360, the PS3, the Wii, the DS, the PSP. Week five will be the PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, the PlayStation Vita, and the Nintendo 3DS. And then, finally, week six will be our favorite games of all time. And so bum, bum, bum. originally we thought of just doing our favorite games of all time, and I told Maxwell, why don't we break it down into generations and try to figure out what our favorites are of each of the generations that we've played throughout our lives. And then after we get it broken down into those sections, maybe it'll be a little bit easier for us to flesh out what our favorites are of all time because we'll be able to go back through the list we've already made and say, yes, I like this from the PlayStation 2 generation. Yes, I like this from the Xbox One, things like that. It'll be a little bit easier to pick and choose what our favorites are. And this way, we don't forget about any games. We're fleshing out all of the generations of consoles, and when we do get to our favorite games of all time, we nothing will have hopefully skipped our minds. So Hopefully. Hopefully. But we're, gonna, we're starting this next week. Yes. And it's going to go on during and through E3. Um, obviously, like we, we're going to have special E3 episodes like last year. Maybe not as many, but... So those won't like cross over, and we won't do E3 and then talk about favorite games. These, this section will only be in the um, numbered episodes. Yes, and it's going to be our topic. Uh, I think it should be our topic for the those six episodes. Yes. So our topic, um, yeah, our topic section for the next six numbered episodes. So from episode forty three, forty four, forty five, forty six, forty seven, and forty eight is going to be our favorites, and that's going to be our topic portion of the show for the next six episodes that we do. Um, and yeah, that's about it. So that's our idea. That's what we got to start doing. We're going to have to start making our list now and figure out what we want to add for week one. Um, 
if you're listening to the show, we would love to hear what your favorites are along with ours. Maybe shoot us some ideas on our Twitter account or at our email. We're uh, on Twitter at MGS Podcast. You can shoot us an email at mgspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what your favorites are. Maybe you will remind us of something that we will have forgotten when we come out with our list. So we're trying to be as thorough as possible with each of the generations so that we don't forget anything. Um, but yeah, next week's going to start. So I think everything I have here for week one. So next week's list is going to be the NES, the SNES, mm-hmm. the Atari. I mean, we can go deep with this. You can go the Atari all of the other that et yeah all of the other weird consoles that came out before the nes all the crazy ones uh the sega genesis we're going to group in there as well and then i told max i think we should do a arcade because um there's some arcade games i love that are from that generation and i don't know if you will like any of them yeah there's pac-man there's galaga there's donkey kong stuff like that i think should be up for grabs as well because uh, gaming really did start in arcades and it, pong ping pong 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 could work pong pong did they say pong when they the ball hits it says pong pong no. pong as it goes back and forth um no but so i think i think we should include arcade as well because there's a lot of old arcade games that i love to play i i love the sound of it so that's week one we've got those five uh we'll put them on our twitter account as well mgs podcast and um you can follow along. You can make your own top ten list. So that's what we're going to do next six weeks. That is our plan. We'll each read our list back and forth to each other. If you listened to our Game of the Year episode a couple weeks ago, or not a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago now, I guess, our Game of the Year episode where we each had our list and we went back and forth with it, probably be something similar to that. Um, since it is a top ten, we'll probably want to keep it moving a little bit more and not as dwell, dwell too much so we don't spend three hours an episode talking about each game but um yeah really i'm sure there will be some crossover especially early on um as well so like we won't have to you know retread too much ground yeah when we get i honestly think when we get to the gamecube ps2 and xbox era that is when you and i are going to start differing because i got a ps2 very late and i never had an original xbox and i really spent a lot of my gaming that generation on the gamecube but you had everything my understanding had them all yep yeah plus there's a bunch of good game boy games can't forget about the handhelds oh i don't believe me that game boy advance i still remember getting it yeah i still remember getting my sp i still remember getting my color um my ds dsi like every i remember getting every handheld i've ever bought yeah or i do too given it's gonna be it's great it's gonna be fun i think it's gonna be interesting something fun to do for the next couple weeks with our topic section so that we can just quit coming in here with random things to talk about. Um, got a little bit more structure for the next couple of weeks, and I think it's going to be interesting. Max, the one other thing I will want to ask you. So with our list, well, yeah, obviously it's got to be in order, I would think. So it's not just 10 random ones. So like here's 10 unordered. Rank them from one being your favorite of that generation, 10 being obviously still one of your favorites, but least favorite of the 10. So it's not. Yeah. So it's ten in order, we not have just to have ten. Buzzfeed style list. Yes. So it is from in order from least favorite to most favorite. Just to be clear, not ten random Great games. grab bag. These are all good games type thing. So I think that's it. I think that's all we that's want to it. say about this. That kind of covers it. I'm very excited about this. I think it's, it's been gonna on my be mind fun. lately. Um, you know, honestly, 
by week five when we get to the Vita, I may have beaten Persona Four by then if my schedule like lets me play it. That's not a Persona bad idea. 4 may, Persona just... might jump on the list um, here in the next, you know, five weeks. So it's going to be interesting to see if that list changes at all in between now and then. Um, but it's going to get really be... hairy when we get into PS3 and Xbox 360 and stuff like that because Ooh, we'll have to start so taking games. into account indie games as well, which kind of came alive during those console generations. So it's going to get intense. So make, it's gonna be, uh, make sure you don't forget anything because if I bring something up or you bring something up on the show and one of us says, oh, I forgot that it was out there. We can't, yeah, we can't revise our list live. Yeah, so we're going to have to make sure that we do it well. So be thorough. Be thorough. With that, I think that's right. everything we wanted to do for episode 42 here. For this week. Yeah, yeah we, that was, we just want to give you everyone the rundown as our topic this week before we actually dive into it. Yes, give you all a heads Build up. Build the hype a little bit. Let you know where we're coming from. Again, if you would like to do this with us, we would love nothing more. We would love to hear your favorite top ten list of games from these generations. We will put I will put I'll post these on Twitter week by week telling you what our groupings are gonna be as we go along so that you don't forget. Um but yeah, we would love to hear your top ten list as we go along. So please tweet yours at us or email us as i said earlier you can email us at mgspodcast at gmail.com with any questions oh. comments or concerns or top 10 lists um and you can hit us up on twitter at mgs podcast you can follow me on twitter as well i am at moreman 12 you can follow max on twitter he is at max the white yeah where's the third the there we lower go third it's right it's right there yes if you're watching us on youtube you can see our twitter accounts and our lower thirds we've had up the whole show and other than that, I think that's it for this week. A little bit shorter of a show yeah. than we normally do, but well, like you said, we're in this lull of news right before E three, so it's gonna get it's gonna get hairy thing, when our you know, crossover between E three happens and our top ten lists are happening, and it's gonna be a nice and fun, exciting. I don't know. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun. No, gonna there's gonna a be a, there's gonna be a lot for you listeners to put in your ear hole ear holes ear holes. Love the ear holes. Lots to put in your ear holes over the next couple weeks. So we hope you enjoy it. And we hope you also have a good week. We love you. See you next week on episode 43. Bye-bye, everybody.